0: I'm literally getting annoyed by talking about what annoys me. I don't know how I'm going to get through this whole episode. I'm so irritated. That's okay, but that's also annoying as f- What is up guys? Welcome to another episode of Tea for Gen Z. I am your host Um, I don't have to say my name every time because I think that's quite repetitive, but today we are going to be talking about my biggest pet peeves, and there are a lot of them, so I wouldn't say my biggest, but I would say what annoys me because there's not just one, there's not just two, there's at least 50, sort of. We'll see. I'm not going to get into all of them, but we're going to get the gist of it, and it's going to be a very fun, irritating conversation. So let's just get right into it. Yeah, so today's episode is named That's Annoying AF, and I feel like there's not a lot of people out there who don't know what AF means, but it means as enter f word and i'm not gonna swear because we classy up in here but um man talking about what annoys me i it just annoys the crap out of me i cannot stand a lot of things that people do or a lot of things that just happen and you're going to be honestly probably annoyed at me for being annoyed at everything else so, um, yeah, just AF is, like, a huge Gen Z term, I think, and when you say, oh, like, that's so cute AF, or I have a shirt from Hotbox when I worked there, and it said essential AF, and I thought that was so funny, but um, quick, quick story before I head into my biggest pet peeves, um, some guy that I worked with at Hotbox was on a delivery, And he rolled up to this house and he rang the doorbell and the woman came out and looked at his shirt and it was the essential AF one. And she was like, do you know what your shirt means? And he looked down and he looked back up and he was like, yeah, I do. And she said, that is not professional. And then like made a huge deal about it. And I said, you know what? Talk to our marketing team because that was not our doing. We literally wear the shirt that we're told to be like to wear. Okay, that annoys me though too. Karens are at the top of the list. So let's just start with the biggest pet peeves there are and we'll work our way down. All right, starting at the top of the list, one of my biggest pet peeves is people who interrupt. People who cannot let others speak. And you know what? I could not watch the debate, the presidential debate, because of that reason. I literally sat there and I was like this is not a conversation this is who can speak louder and who can speak faster I wanted to throw my remote I literally sat there for two minutes watched it turned it off couldn't do it then I saw it on like everybody's social media so that I, I'm like I can't watch their stories I was so annoyed so annoyed and everybody re- most people know where I stand politically, so I'm not going to get into that. But, like, even the guy that I liked, my gosh, shut up. I literally screamed. I said, shut up. Shut up. And I, I can't stand people who interrupt. Like, why can't you just sit there and just be quiet for, like, five minutes? Five minutes. I'm already getting heated. as the first one. My goodness. Um, the second one is selfish people and conceited people. Um there is a difference between having confidence and being self-absorbed. And there is a very fine line and a lot of people I know cross it. And I automatically want to cut them out. Like you're done. I can't do it. I cannot be around people who are so self-absorbed. What kind of like first of all, who wants to be around that? No one. But what kind of life is that? Like, why are you in love with yourself that much? Or are you insecure about yourself that much? Is That's the real question. If you love yourself so much, you wouldn't be talking about yourself that much. Like, really. You're overcompensating for an insecurity. Figure that out and stop talking about yourself. So the next couple um, kind of relate in some different way. But number three is definitely people who cannot hold a conversation. And number four are bad texters. And number five is lack of communication. So basically, like, they all three kind of deal with communication. But starting with number three, like, people who can't hold a conversation. Um, if I invite you to coffee or if I'm, like, calling you, And we just sit there in silence, I'm hanging up. (laughs) I am not going to waste my time with someone who just wants to sit in silence or won't initiate a question or talking point. I will hang up because I cannot carry conversation. That's exhausting. Exhausting. And if you're new, like if you meet someone new, first of all, there should be no excuse because you know nothing about them. So you can ask a million questions, but if it's someone you meet like you talk to every single day, okay, get it. So then, like, don't talk to them for a couple, like, don't talk to them for a couple days, whatever the case may be, like, don't. Or if you can't have, hold a conversation, don't have a conversation. Don't. At least not with me. Don't do that with me. I'll stop it. I'll be like, uh, mm, I'm not, I'm exhausted from talking. So... If you can't hold the conversation, don't talk to me, please. Um, bad texters. Okay. I give a lot of grace in this just because a lot of my friends are horrid texters, which is fine because I know that and I don't really hold them to that expectation. But um, I am a huge texter. I will text memes. I will send you TikToks. I will text you, have a good day or good luck on something, Um, and I expect, if you see it, to respond, or to react to it, I don't need a paragraph back, I need a reaction, I need a, oh my gosh, thank you so much, or, you know, those little things where you, like, hold it down, and you get a heart, or a thumbs up, or whatever, let me know you saw it, don't leave me on red, that's probably the biggest slap in the face, don't leave me on red. I know you saw it. You're on your phone 24-7. I love it when people pull the excuse. Um, I, I'm sorry. I haven't been on my phone all day. I'm like, crap. You literally just posted on your Snap and Instagram. You've been on your phone. Also, when we hang out, you're on your phone constantly. So don't you dare pull that. Don't pull that. Don't you dare pull that. And there are a couple people who I'm friends with who do pull that every single time. And I'm like, listen... You're on your phone all the time, so you can answer me. It takes two seconds. Okay, next one is lack of communication. Um, So basically that goes into like texting, but also if you have a problem with me or like if you want to talk to me or something, call me. Call me, let's talk it out. Don't go to other people talking about me. Don't go to someone else and be like, oh my gosh, Cassidy did this this week and that really annoyed me. No. It is our business. You can keep it between. Like I don't want to hear it from another person that you're talking about me, about an issue. That is so childish and immature. Like Don't do that. And I've literally experienced that on a daily basis. If you have an issue, come straight to me. Let's not talk about it with our our pals first you talk about it with the person you have an issue with that's basic communication right there communication 101 don't talk about it to anyone else before the person what number are we on like number six or something something like that I'm just gonna be done counting um the next one is people who cause drama out of nothing who love to stir drama pot stirs pot stirs that's who annoys me it's the people who are so bored with their lives that they go and they just want to stir up some drama and make their life interesting listen that makes so many other lives so much more complicated so find a hobby do something productive with your life and don't cause drama like oh my oh infuriates me Oh my gosh, that's, like, high school crap. Like, if we're grown adults, you're in your 20s, don't do that. Don't do that. I've already experienced it with my job, so, like, don't do that. That's so irritating. Um, The next one is liars, and honestly, that's, like, most people's pet peeves. Like, I don't know anybody who actually likes people who lie to them. But, like, it's not, like, the lying where it's, like, big lies because that's just, like, a big no, and, like, you're not gonna be in my life if you're gonna do that, but it's the little lies, like, if I ask you, oh, what'd you do this weekend, and you're just, like, oh, I did nothing, but, it, like, you did something, like, you actually did something, or, um, oh, like, do you want to hang out tomorrow, and you're, like, no, like, I'm busy, and then you're not actually busy, like, small lies that are, like, unnecessary, like, what? I don't understand. Or, like, somebody was like, oh, did you see this? You're like, huh, yeah, I did, and then you didn't. Like, you didn't. Or, like, oh, did you see this movie or this show? And you're like, oh, yeah, I did, and then you really didn't? Like, what is the point of that? What is the point of that lie? I don't really get it. I don't. Just say no. Just tell the truth. I don't really know why it's so hard these days for someone to tell the truth. Like... I've learned my lesson. Yeah, I've lied. Okay, we all have lied. So don't you dare say, I always tell much you. you don't. Or you haven't. Maybe you're working on it. Sure, go ahead. But we've all lied. We've all told a white lie, whatever, or a big lie. We don't even know. But that's annoying. And little lies, I think, are more annoying than big lies because what's the point? What is the point? There is no point. Zero point. You know, this next one is kind of a big one for me, so I would put it at, like, one of the top three is, like, people who never say sorry or can admit that they're wrong. People who always think that they're right. And you know what? I want to connect this to friends a little bit just because I get really annoyed with one character, and that is Ross. I get so annoyed with Ross. There are some episodes of Friends that I cannot watch because I get so annoyed with him just for the fact that he always thinks that he's right. Right. And people like that really just push my buttons. Like, if I show you evidence and proof that you're wrong, and you don't apologize but like, oh, I'm so sorry, like, I thought it was right, I was wrong, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, if you just don't know how to say I'm sorry or it hurts you to say I'm sorry, you have some issues because we've all done something wrong or to offend someone or to hurt someone. And if you don't say sorry what like what kind of friend is that first off what kind of friend and i have some friends who've never said sorry which i've had conversation with if somebody comes up to you and says that hurt my feelings and your your immediate response is well that wasn't my intention you're basically invalidating their feelings and you need to say you're sorry your first reaction to someone saying that offended me or that hurt my feelings should be I'm so sorry that wasn't my intention. You could say I'm sorry that wasn't my intention or I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. How can I make it better? Um we need some humble people in this room because that is what a friend should do. I'm sorry. Two words. Why does it pain people to do that? Like, I've watched some TV shows, and I'm, I'm, they're not real, of course. But there are some characters, like Golden Girls, when Blanche, if you don't know Golden Girls, <laughs> hop off my podcast, because I love the Golden Girls, but Blanche is one of the characters, and she's portrayed as this really arrogant southern belle, and she never says sorry, and when she does, it's really hard for her to do it, and for her to admit that she's wrong. But like, people in real life who do that, that goes along with conceited people. I cannot do it. I cannot deal. Most of you know my personality, and I'm a very humorous comedian, you know. I'm a comic. I do it all the time. I love to make jokes, but sometimes my jokes, I don't know if they go too far, but sometimes it strikes a nerve with some people, and they just... They can't take it, they can't take a joke, or even like ones that like are harmless, and they're just like, that wasn't funny. I'm like, uh, that was a joke. So people who can't take jokes annoy me. Like, most of my friends know my humor, so this isn't really an issue. But when it comes to people who don't know me, and I say something, and I'm like, huh, that was a joke, and they're just like Um, that wasn't funny. I'm like, uh, excuse me. I am here with no ill intent. That was a joke. But then if I'm wrong, guess what I say, guys? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I literally say that if people can't take a joke. But if this is a reoccurring thing and people still can't take my humor, like, you can't take a joke. Like, come on. Like, I don't even know if we could be friends. <laughs> Sorry, um, and I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that my jokes aren't always harmless, but man, if I change my joke to like to something completely like fine, and you still can't take it, we're not we're not doing this. People who can't take jokes, people who are serious all the time. I can't do it. Like how is that a life? How can you not? joke around about life <laughs> life is not that deep guys life is not that deep not that deep the next pet peeve is kind of convicting just because i used to do it but now i'm annoyed by it so maybe that's a that's good because it's not a very good thing but unnecessary swearing annoys the crap out of me when we're in the middle of a conversation and we're talking about something serious or something like funny or lighthearted, and you just throw the f-bomb in there Uh that unnecessary that was not it sis we don't do that or like if we throw in the b word i can't stand the b word oh my gosh or um i don't know there are some swear words i can't stand but like unnecessary constant swearing that should be it unnecessary constant swearing that is so negative to me and i feel dirty almost like why can't we have a clean conversation you know I'm just here to like live life clean. (laughs) I want to live life clean, okay. Sometimes we swear, you know. I swear when I'm mad. I sometimes when I tell a joke, I I say, "Oh my god, but shit!" Like, oh my gosh. (laughs) But if we're throwing constant f bombs out there, we're not having a real conversation. Like, what is this? This isn't a conversation. I need an intelligent conversation sometimes, and swearing does not belong in that whatsoever. Okay, this conversation about my pet peeves is kind of going smoothly. I think that this is one of the easiest things to talk about just because it's about me. (laughs) Um, You know, just being my selfish self. You know, one of my biggest pet peeves is being selfish. Um, Yeah, so the next one is people who are so connected and attached to their parents. Like, okay... There's an age with this though, so I'm 22, so anybody who are in their 20s in college or in the workforce living on their own, if you are like, I don't even know how to explain this, if you are so attached to your parents and are calling them for everything and making sure that's okay, like you're an adult you need to separate. Or if you're like, oh mom, I need this, or oh mom, like no. You're 20, 21, 22, 24, 25. You need to live life on your own. You need to stop. You need to stop. Just stop. <laughs> I can't stand it. Like I've had a couple people um, I met in college who were so attached to their parents and are so needy to their parents that, like, I almost was sick. (laughs) I was like, this is so immature and this was just so, it's disgusting. I'm sorry. You can have a good relationship with your parents without being clingy to them or without needing them all the time. That's a thing, guys. Did you know that? It's a thing. That is a real thing. Another one of my pet peeves is when people are passive in a group. So it's different when people are passive-aggressive when it's just like one-on-one type thing. But when people are passive-aggressive in a group and you make the situation or conversation super awkward for everybody and there's just a silence, that's annoying to me. That's unnecessary and that's just flat-out rude. Like if we're in a group and you're mad at someone and you just make it so obvious, you're going to make it miserable for everybody else in the group. What is that? What is that? And that just puts a damper on the mood, and nobody likes that. You're not going to get invited to things if you do that. I know for a fact that I have not invited people just because they have made situations awkward by bringing in drama, but passively. Ugh. Being passive-aggressive is one thing, but being passive-aggressive in a group is another thing. Another puppy of mine is compliment fishers, and we all know someone who's like this someone who hates on themselves just for others to build them up and I love it when it happens on Instagram <laughs> um when people post a selfie and they're like on their story and somebody like comments oh that's such a cute photo of you or like oh my gosh your hair is so cute and I'm like no it's not like I hate it and they're like no 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 it's really really cute and pretty and you're so pretty and then like, no I'm not I'm ugh, I'm disgusting and then I'm like what do, you, what do you want from me? I literally told you what you wanted. At that point, I give up and I don't respond. Um, people who do that are real insecure and need other attention, maybe from a professional. I, if somebody compliments you, take it. Don't be like, uh, no, I'm so ugly. First of all, we all know that you don't think yourself as ugly. And if you do... You wouldn't be saying it, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If you really do think that you're saying that, then we need to go to therapy together because that's not right, sis. But people who c- fish for compliments, fish. Oh my gosh, like that is their job. Annoying the cr- it's like really annoying to me. That's one of my top three too. I've had I have like seven top threes like. <laughs> I have like seven top three pet peeves, but compliment fishers, oh my gosh, I, okay, if you ever do that to me, I'm going to stop responding, like, if I leave you unread, that's why, if you degrade yourself just for me to build you up again, no, take the compliment and be like, aw, thank you, and don't say, no, I'm not, say thank you, and move on, my next one kind of goes with compliment fishers, it's people who hate on themselves, um, like, publicly or very obviously, so um, people who have really bad self-esteem, but people who have bad self-esteem and share it, share their bad self-esteem, yes, we've all gone through the stage of our life where we didn't necessarily like ourselves, which is fine, we all go through it, Um, but if you go around telling people that you hate yourself, um, I, I... I don't know what to do. I don't know. I can't help you. Like, I cannot love yourself for yourself, if that made any sense. Um, I can give you all the compliments in the world, but if you don't believe it, it's not going to help. So I've decided that I'm not going to compliment people who don't like themselves and are obvious about it. So if you have a self-esteem issue, um, that's, that's, not, that's not fine. But like, don't go around telling people that you hate yourself because nobody can help you with that other than therapy and yourself. I'm bringing in therapy a lot. I'm sorry. But a lot of these issues stem from people with insecurities. And I don't know if it's stemming from my insecurity or the fact that I've been through that. And I... And more confident in myself now, I can really say that I am a lot more confident than I was before. And I love it and it feels amazing. And honestly, guys, hop on that train because self confidence makes life so much easier. So much easier. Like, but it also makes it harder because you also have people around you who don't have that self confidence. And I mean, oh, I, it's really hard for me to be around people like that. So I'm not here to tell you to fix your self-esteem issue, but that would be really helpful. (laughs) I'm here to tell you that maybe it shouldn't be as public as it is. Maybe it should be an internal issue and you should do some self-reflection and figure that out because nobody else can help you with that. And the more it is shown to me, the more I get annoyed. Rather than wanting to help you, I'm annoyed by you. So let's Let's talk about it. Okay, so the next couple have to do with Instagram. So the first one is when people only post selfies. And when people post about their wedding for a year straight, like that's all they post about. So let's touch on the first one, um, selfies. Yeah, so there has to be something else that you can post other than the same selfie four times in a row. Um, I get it, you like your face, but I don't wanna see it every time I scroll through my timeline. And it's the people who like post every single day the same selfie with the same filter. If you're gonna do that, get a Visco because I can't do that. Or like do it on Snapchat. Because Instagram is not for that. Um I get the whole like I can post whatever I want because it's my grid, but just know you'll be muted because I can't I can't do that. I love Instagram, and I love that people can post anything they want, and I love supporting other people's posts, but you know, a selfie every day, that keeps cast away, because I can't, I cannot do that, my goodness, I've muted so many people, I don't block people unless they're, like, harassing me, but if I'm just annoyed by your post, I will mute you, I will do it. And I'm sure people have me muted. Like some people just don't enjoy my post, which is fine by me. I want people who follow me to like my posts, So let's have other people do the same. The next one is um, people posting about their wedding consistently. And um, now that I am 22 and people are getting married at 18, I see weddings every weekend, proposals every weekend. Um, and... When that happens, normally like they post, okay, once a month, it's fine. That's totally fine. I would post once a month about my wedding or my engagement. But when it's every week or a countdown every day to when you're getting married, I know exactly when you're gonna get married to what day and what time and what color your wedding colors are. And if I don't know you that well, I shouldn't know that. I shouldn't know that. Um, And we don't need to be writing individual posts about the brides, the bridesmaids and the grooms and the groom and the bride of the bride of the groom oh my gosh the mom of the groom and then the, the mom of the bride like it's just we don't need to do appreciation posts for every single person in your wedding and who went to your wedding we don't we don't need it and I've muted I'm gonna have to say 10 people in the past week Um, Just because of that so muting is a huge tool i've been using on instagram And you can do that as well And yeah, let's just stop posting about weddings and post one selfie maybe a week instead of every day Guys i'm just honestly looking at my list from what I wrote and there's just so much I don't think I can get through all of them, but um, let's just touch on a little bit more um, yeah, so the next one um is gym tryhards and i'm not talking about like gym as in like the gym i'm talking about when you're in middle school and you know the popular boy wants to like beat everyone a dodgeball. so he'll like oh he'll run up to the line and like throw as hard as he can and he hits someone and he like does that like victory dance like you just want to like punch him in the face is it just me like when i was in gym due to contrary belief I was not a gym tryhard, and honestly, if you know me, you'd probably think the opposite. I did the bare minimum in gym, um, and I was proud of that, you know. I got A's in gym, but I did the bare minimum, and when people just, like, sprint the mile or they do the pacer test, and they're like, okay, like, you only have to do 30, and he really does, like, 75, and when I say he, it's most of the times boys are... The culprit of the gym, try hard. But you get some girls sometimes. But the guys, like, go, oh, I can do 70. I can do 70 push-ups. Look at this. I can do 30. Like, I don't care. I'm not going to sweat because I have math next period. Like, I'm not going to sweat. So unless it was, like, last. And I also have to change into my regular clothes. And I just bought a new sweater, so I'm not going to sweat. Not it. Like, gym was just not it. Like, especially the swimming unit. I had to, like, shower and everything. And, like, the pool at Lockport was disgusting. Disgusting. This next one really targets a lot of my friends. So, please don't hate me. I get so aggravated when people are forgetful. And not like, oh my gosh, I love this at your house. More of like, oh my gosh, I forgot that we had plans. Um, first of all, I get offended by that just because how can you forget something that I've been looking forward to all week? (laughs) It makes me feel unimportant to you. And honestly, it's more of like it hurts my feelings rather than annoys me. So that might not be a pet peeve. It's more of just like, I hate it. (laughs) People who forget plans or forget what time we're going or... Forget that I mentioned something that we're going to be doing this week. Like, I get that we all have busy lives and forgetting things is inevitable. But, oh my gosh, if you're consistently forgetting that we have plans, I'm just going to stop making plans with you. We also have text messages to prove it, so look back on them. Okay? Like, write it down in your planner. Put it in your phone. I don't know what you need to do. But with me, like, we cannot forget plans. We also can't forget, like, basic facts about me. Um, so, like, when I say, oh, yeah, like, what's my favorite color? If you don't say green in the next 0.5 seconds, are we even friends? I'm just kidding. That that's really mean. But, like, like, if you know me that well and you are forgetting things about me, like, oh, my gosh. That almost hurts my feelings a little bit. So that's not a pet peeve. That's just something I hate. Okay, um, the next one, um, are needy and clingy people, but, like, not, like, the, oh, my gosh, like, I'm gonna cuddle with you, because I love cuddling, guys, so don't, like, not cuddle with me, but, um, the people who are asking me every single day, hey, like, do, like, do you want to do something, which I'm totally down for plans, but, like, every single day, and I tell you I'm busy, and then you're like, well, you should cancel. And I'm like, no, I'm, I can't cancel, sorry. And they're going to be like, oh, they're calling me all day, like seeing when I'm done. And I'm like, no, like you need to stop. You need to stop, okay. Um, I'm busy, so I'll call you when I'm not busy. And then they like consistently text you over and over again. And then they get mad at you for not canceling the plans. Like, I know this is really elaborate, but I've had friends in the past who have done this to me. And it's almost scarred me. And it almost makes me, like, so mad that I probably won't talk to you for, like, a couple days. And, you know, a lot of my friends out there are going to be like, Cass, you are clingy. (laughs) I'm a little clingy, but, like, to the point where I'm more of, like, let's talk on the phone clingy. But then I'll be like, okay, you're busy. I won't talk to you. Like, I've gotten a lot better with it. And there are other people who are like, they can't get a hint. So don't come at me with that cast your clingy too. Because I'm working on it. But also, not really. I'm not that clingy. Like I was before, but now I'm not. So now it annoys me. You get what I'm trying to put down? I hope so. So don't come at me. Okay, the next one is really up there too. Um, It's couples that make you feel like a third wheel. So a lot of my friends are dating and I love to meet their boyfriends or their significant others. Um, And I love to hang out with them and get to know them because, you know, investing in people is a part of friendship if you didn't know. But if I'm hanging out and I'm literally just like a side show to the main attraction, like that's not it. That's not it. I am not here to third wheel. I'm not a tricycle, okay? We need to be a full functioning train. That made no sense, but we need to be that functioning train, okay? We need to be all included, and it's really hard with three people. I get it, so invite more people. You know, I, <laughs> I've i been single for a long time, so I've never made it a an issue Um. With my friends who are dating, I love all of my friends' significant others, and I wanna invest in them so badly. But some of them make me want to jump off a cliff when they're together. You know, I love them individually, I will hang out with them individually, but there's no way that I'm going to hang out with them together because I feel awkward. Nobody wants to feel that way. Even with, like, I, you know, honestly, what makes it worse is when you're hanging out with two best friends and you're the odd one out. That's almost worse. And it, I know that for a fact because I've been that third wheel from best friends. And I will never make someone feel that way when I'm dating someone or when I'm with someone. And if I have, please let me know because I, that's one of the worst feelings. I hate it. It's like so bad. It's, it makes you feel crappy. It makes you feel like you're not wanted there. And you know what? We shouldn't be making people feel that way. So if you're dating someone and you, like, invite someone over to hang out with your significant other, you make it a mission to make them feel like they're not the on one out or they're just just there and you are on a date. Like, ugh, no. Pass. Big pass. Okay, so the next one, um, it kind of relates to my middle school trauma. <laughs> but it's the girls who act dumb in front of guys and the girls who publicly embarrass others to be funny. So let's touch on the first one. Um, so guys, girls who act dumb, you know, I'm 22 and I still witness this today with my older friends and you know, that's not cute. You know, being dumb isn't cute. Um, and I've talked to a lot of my guy friends and they don't find that cute either. Don't act like an airhead. And like, oh my gosh, it's like almost cringeworthy, like disgusting. Like why are you, also when your voice gets higher when you're on guys, like, oh my gosh, like uh, Bethany, like ew, no, no, I almost swore right there, no. I've had a lot of trauma with that, you know, I've held my tongue for years and if I see it again, I'm calling you out because that ain't it. That ain't it, sister. That ain't it. Like, I'm getting so frustrated just thinking about it. Okay, the next one is when girls publicly embarrass others to look funny. You know, when they're like, oh my gosh, like, Sarah, didn't you, like, fart the other day in class? Like, oh my gosh, wasn't that so embarrassing? Like, that's not funny. If you, like, public, like, if you're in a group and you point out someone's flaw... And you do that to me, you bet I'm going to come back and be like, "Uh, yeah, but, like, didn't you see that huge zit you had on your face before you put concealer on? Uh, Bethany, pulling out that Bethany every single time. I will come back at you. So if, oh, my gosh, I haven't experienced that since high school, but, oh, my gosh, you have to be so insecure, like, to do that. Like, if you're not funny on your own and you have to, like, be mean to be funny... You have no humor, sense of humor whatsoever. You're not funny. You're just a B word. You're a big B word. (laughs) Okay, this is another big one for me. Um, It's when people assume my tone over text. When people assume my tone over text. That's why I hate texting at some points because I'm like, no. Call me. If you think that I'm back sassing you or if you think that I'm being rude... Call me, and I will explain my mood behind my words, because assuming is so bad, and it honestly causes so much more drama than there should be. My mom is a huge culprit of this, and if mom, if you're listening, which you're probably not, sorry, but every, so when I text, I put a lot of letters that are unnecessary, so like when I say okay, I put like a lot of A's, she'd be like, okay, that's, that's my tone, okay, Okay, put a lot of eyes. Um, and my mom assumes I'm whining over text. And she's like, stop whining. I'm not whining. I'm literally like, okay. That's it. Like it is not that deep. I cannot stand when people make it that deep. You can you will blatantly know if I'm being rude over text. I will use punctuation and I will spell everything correctly and use proper capitalization i will be proper when i'm angry at you or when i'm trying to be serious and a lot of people who have had serious texts with me know this so it's normally not an issue but it's only an issue with some people and it's the people who assume and to love to assume and love to stir the pot don't stir the pot i am very obvious when i am mad or rude or serious i'm very obvious so, if I put a lot of A's or Y's or I's, that means I'm being fun, I'm being bubbly, lighthearted, whatever. End of story. Do not assume my tone, please. A lot of my friends are also in this category, so I'm sorry. But another one of my pet peeves or things that really irritate me and get out of my skin um, are people who can't form their own opinion. Yeah, so if you are going with the bandwagon and always switching your opinion and can't stay strong in what you believe in, I'm sorry we can't have a conversation because if I see that pattern on social media or if I see that like in your talk, I'm going to call you out. And I'm not afraid to call people out. Like I'm like, well, weren't you talking about this last week and now you're just like this week, you're just like, oh, well, majority is going this way, so I'm going to go this way. So basically followers. If you can't stand firm in an opinion for more than, like, a day, what is that? Like, how do you, like, what is that? I don't even know how to understand those people. Form your own opinion and stick with it. Oh my gosh, I just see a spider. Oh my gosh, I need to kill it. Hold on. Okay, I'm back and I didn't kill it. I lost it. So, mm, that's going to be scary to find in a few minutes but we're gonna like move on to some of my less deep ones Um, so one of them is when people get tattoos of a foreign language and don't know the exact meaning of the word and I'm pretty sure some tattoo artists are really annoyed by this too and um, (laughs) I just laugh a little bit because I'm like do you know what you just put on your body do you know exactly what you put on your body because words have so many meanings and especially if you're doing like a religious one or if you're doing a symbol you need to know exactly what that means i get so irritated because people just assume they're like oh yeah it means this and i look it up on google and the first thing that comes up is not what they said so it's the fact that people just look on Pinterest, and they're like, ooh, this looks pretty. And they get it tattooed. And they don't they do research. They don't do the bare minimum to figure out what it means. And then they have that on their body for the rest of their lives. <laughs> That's almost laughable. But it's annoying to me. Especially when the people in my life do it. If, you, a, if you're if you a stranger to me, okay. Do you, boo. But if I see one of my friends do that, <laughs> No. I'm gonna be like, that was a big moron move because that wasn't it, you can't do that. Another one that I cannot stand is backseat drivers. Oh my gosh, that is so annoying, okay? I get that some people just don't know how to drive, but let them drive because your commentary is not helping them whatsoever. It's actually quite annoying and it will it actually makes my driving worse because I want to step on my brake really hard on purpose and I want you to choke a little bit on your seatbelt. <laughs> that is so mean for me to say but oh my gosh I've driven with three people who've done that to me and my grandmother is one of them and oh I can't do it I really can't I'm just like get out of my car get out I drive very short distances with them. I cannot do road trips with them. They gotta sit in the back seat. I don't know what they gotta do. They gotta sleep or something because I am not putting up with that. Like I'm a decent driver, I would say. And when people are like stop, 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 stop sign, green light, red light, I'm like, I'm sorry. Am I blind? Like, do I not see this? I do see this. I do. Okay, I do see this. Thank you. Thank you. Next. That's not. That's not okay. Um, another one is when people one-up each other. So um, instead of celebrating someone's accomplishment, you're just like, oh, like I did something better last week. Why is that relevant? You celebrate the person. You don't one-up them or even when you one-up them like in a negative way. So like say someone's like, oh, yeah, I, like I lost my job the other day. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, my cat died. What, am I supposed to feel more sorry for you? Like, what? What is, your, what is your intention with that? Am I supposed to be like, oh, man, you're right. Like, your life sucks way worse than mine. Let me buy you coffee. I don't get the purpose of one-upping negatively or even one-upping positively. Like, yeah, you're showing off. Cool. You got a pay raise at work. That's cool. Like, I accomplished something that means a lot to me. Why are we saying, oh, well, I did this better no no because if we did that to you you wouldn't like it at all you wouldn't (laughs) you would not okay i'm gonna touch on a little bit more and then i'm gonna stop i promise but another one is really small and really pointless but when people are like oh Cass, i have to tell you something and then i'm like okay what and they're like oh never mind i shouldn't tell you Girl, then why did you bring it up in the first place? Oh my gosh. Like, what is the point of that? What is the point? If you were going to bring it up in the first place, if that even like came across your mind and you're just like, oh wait, I shouldn't tell her. Then you tell me something else. Don't say never mind because I'm going to be bugging you the rest of the time about it. I will not drop it just because you said that. I'm gonna be twice as annoying. I really shouldn't be doing that. That's not the Christian like way. But I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm gonna be annoying because that's annoying to me. That is annoying to me! Oh my gosh. And another one is when people respond to my text with LOL or K. And nobody really responds with K unless they're mad, um, especially in our generation. But my mom always responds with K. And I know that she's not doing it as in like, K, okay. More of just like, okay. Because parents do that. They do. And it's funny to me. Because they're like, oh my gosh, it's like slang for okay. I'm like, no, it's, it's not. It's being passive, but whatever. Uh, but when people respond with LOL or ha ha ha, add something add something. An emoji, I don't care what it is, add something. LOL, is not cutting it. And I will respond back with LOL and keep doing it. 56 messages later, LOL. And I've told people that. I've told them, I was like, listen, like, I can't stand that. You need to say something else. And it's more of a personal problem for me. It's not like, I don't know. It's a personal problem for me and I will never get over it. I will never. And if you say, LOL, our conversation is over. It's over. I'm not talking to you until you res- say something else. And that's on period because I can't, I can't do it. There's no, there's no meat to this conversation if you just say, LOL. LOL. LOL, my booty. Okay, another one is when people are just too nice When people are just too nice, they apologize for everything. They think everything is their fault. They're like, oh my gosh, like I'm so sorry like that wasn't. No, don't be too nice. Joke around with me. You can insult me sometimes, you know, as a joke. (laughs) Don't be too nice. Uh, Like, come on. People who are just too nice are just not enjoyable to be around. I'm sorry. None of my friends are too nice. None of the people I work with are too nice. Like, come on. Joke around with me. Another one is when people hold grudges. Um, That is literally so bad for you. Holding grudges, scientifically proven, to cause stress, to cause anxiety, to cause so many things. Like, you are hurting yourself. Stop holding grudges. Forgive and forget. Like, it cannot be that bad. It cannot be that bad because you know what? We need to do what Jesus does and forgive Jesus forgives murderers and rapists and all of them. If he can forgive them, you can forgive Stacy who ate your sandwich last week on accident out of the fridge in the break room. like. Or you can forgive Dave for accidentally scratching your car, which you can't even see the scratch, okay? You can't. These are really specific examples. I don't really know where they came from, but basically like... Don't hold grudges. It's bad for you. And it's really annoying. Like, forgive and forget. You don't have to talk to them. Just forgive them and move on. Move on with your life. Don't stay on it. Move on. All right, well, I'm really tired talking about all the negative stuff. So I'm going to end it right here. But thanks for listening to all the things that annoy me. And honestly, I didn't get as heated as I thought I would be. But some of them just really, really push my buttons. Um, So thanks for listening. I hope you have a restful weekend. And we'll talk soon. See you later.